Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. That's us. <laughs> yes, Welcome that was to me. Motorsports Madness. Our producer is asleep at the wheel already. We yep. are just beginning. Good job, I was job, over here Red. looking at the, the thing over here, waiting for it to end, to go to the commercial and get it set, and forgot to turn the mics on. See, uh, Red, Red understands that every once in a while to begin a show, we like to start with a few seconds of silent prayer, and that's exactly what that was. Welcome to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. My name is Tom Baker. We are coming to you from the WSIC studios in Statesville, North Carolina, Gathered around the production studio here on Air Studio is none other than Randy Miller, the host of the Inside Pass here on Tuesday mornings, along with myself um, on uh, here on WSIC. And something seems amiss in the studio. Something is amiss. Something yes, is amiss. we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we have uh, Old Red behind the uh, the the big board there. Oh, fired. Yeah, he's keeping us. Uh, He's keeping us, once he gets us on the air, then he keeps us there. <laughs> Just a little slow with the Hopefully. microphone. Yeah, I had to get us there first. Yeah. Um, those, the, it, it was, I had to believe, I have to believe that like the folks that, that are watching us on TV for about the first three seconds were going. Yeah, what's you know, I don't hear anything. Anytime. I don't hear anything in my ear. Anytime. Um, meanwhile, the radio folk are kind of going like, where's the sound? Slow and steady wins the race. So, uh, and also joining us in a bit of a different capacity tonight is Chris Murdoch. What? Uh, Grand yeah, Murdoch back in the studio. Yeah. He's alive. I'm back. Chris has Chris was our producer when we were in our Mooresville studios and once in a while we'd jump on air. But Chris is uh, kind of a uh, utility man. We can either put him put a microphone in front of him or yeah, we we put out a missing person report but nobody went looking for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, you spending know. some time with uh, NASCAR working uh, for FansChoice.tv yeah, and doing some uh, some stuff for them. So I'm glad you guys have finally adopted the nickname Red. Red, Red. yeah, it's all Red over there. Uh, we, we all call him Red, but uh, but uh, Jacob still calls him. Yeah, I think he's intimidated. Ja- I, I mean, Jacob's know. not a big nickname guy. No, no, he's really not. No, Jacob is is a more formal. Uh, person. Uh, Jacob I would say Seelman he's having is, fun, but he's probably not because it's raining outside. Jacob so. is not here, actually. Jacob is uh, uh, at the uh, dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And uh, we're going to be right back to restart this show properly in a minute. <laughs> you own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. 
Pizza sounds good. Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. We'll tell you a little more about them later. My name is Tom Baker. Randy Miller joins me in the studio, along with Chris Murdoch and James Mellick, otherwise known as Red. Uh, started to mention at the end of the first uh Opening segment that uh, Jacob Seelman, who normally is sort of the driver of this show. Um, Unfortunately, sometimes. Uh, he hosts the show. Jacob uh, is actually at the dirt track doing his work for SprintCarMidget.com and Speed Sport. Uh, dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway, of course, as we tape this show on Thursday. Uh, world Finals for the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars and Late Models and the Super Dirt Car Big Block Modifieds taking place at the dirt track at Charlotte and also this weekend at the Hickory Motor Speedway for the first time at Hickory Motor Speedway. It is the North South shootout for the modifieds and late models payment, uh, super late models. And uh, they've got about six or seven classes running there. Um, and of course, uh, three classes running at uh, Charlotte as well on the dirt track uh, right now, looking outside uh, it looks like uh, nothing is running because it's raining, uh, hopefully not at the track down there. We're in Statesville, which is about uh, 45 or so from Charlotte, maybe an hour. Um, so anyways, we uh, we had some major news in motorsports this weekend that I wanted to start with because we've got R.J. Valentine coming up in the next segment from Impact Safety Systems. So I want to get some discussion going about the big news of the week, which was Roger Penske purchasing the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the IndyCar Series, and the 
media promotions company that goes along with that. Indianapolis Motor Speedway um, Yeah, and uh, forming a new company called Penske Entertainment uh, to, to kind of envelop all of that. So that happened to everyone's shock um, earlier this week, and, and it really took the whole motorsports world by surprise. There's so much to unpack here that I know we're not going to be able to get to it all in this segment. So we'll come back to it a little bit later in the show between guests. But uh, first question, I guess I have, and I'll go around the table and get everybody's opinion on it. Um, What are your thoughts as to the direction this goes under Roger Penske in terms of what are what do you think we could see in terms of uh, differentiation between uh, once Roger gets going? Well, Andy. I mean, first of all, you have to think about, you know, this is the first time that a, a company you know, like or a series is owned by somebody who's been in the series for a yeah. long time in terms of the IndyCar series. So if anybody can take the IndyCar series to what it, it what everybody envisions it to be, which is basically the number two sport behind NASCAR, you need a guy like Roger Penske to be inv- to get involved because he's going to know this is what this is what you guys need to do to make you know to, right. to turn the sport around and you know to to turn what we all see it and want it to be into what we are going to make it. Um, and then in terms of also the the sponsorship details and the business aspect of everything. Roger Penske is going to be able to bring new sponsors to the sport, which is going to bring new fans to the sport. So I don't, I don't see any negatives at all so far. But I'm looking forward to seeing what he does just in the next six months. I mean, it's going to be, you know, probably two or three years down the road before we actually start seeing the major differences that he's going to make. You but think? already this coming, well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. things to to do, and it's going to take time. Um, and so maybe by the time Indy rolls around in May, you might start, you know, slowly saying, okay, now I see, you know, what's going yeah. on here. But especially, it's good that he's coming on in the off season because now you don't have to worry about races. You don't That's have to right. worry about anything yeah. like that. You've got, you know, essentially four months to, to start figuring out, you know, where, where we want to take this sport um, going forward. And I know a lot of fans want double headers between Indy and NASCAR, which is coming. It's just going to be a couple of years away. But it, I, it's, it's just interesting to see where things are going to go a couple of years from now. James? Uh, I definitely think, like Randy said, they're going to have the doubleheaders. It's right around the corner. It's before we all know it. It's going to be here. We saw they already kind of tested it out here at the Roval just here recently. So yeah. mm-hmm. we saw that it's something Roger's interested in because that was one of Penske cars. So he's already showed interest in that yeah. as a person and an, as an owner. So we're definitely going to see that. And the biggest thing I'm wanting to see is what kind of new sponsors does he bring? And can he relate any of that over to the NASCAR side? Because of the business to business, if he can give him that exposure in IndyCar, and then say, "Hey, I'm also a NASCAR owner as well. We can get you exposure here, and he can bring new companies and people over to NASCAR." He's got to be careful like that. with that, though, as far as putting them. The, the, that's the one area that I'm I, I'm really watching because you can't you got to be careful about making them sponsors for your own team. Well, you if know. if you just introduce them to the sport right um and they say well you know maybe we want to do something a little different yeah. because they're a different style of company yeah uh you have the stock car side the to best show thing he could do is actually bring some sponsors in and you know like throw them over to aj foyd or you know the other teams yeah. right off the Spread bat the love yeah and, and because that yeah. kind of establishes a good precedent but i do agree that you're that the corporate side is going to be a big deal chris you want to weigh in on this i think for me with this it all starts 
um, from a PR standpoint, well done. You know, for them, I mean, everybody was focused in Texas. Yeah. On, on the NASCAR side, on the Formula One side, everybody in motorsports was focused in the Lone Star State. Yeah. So for Roger to come this early this week and drop that bomb and nobody leaked it. There was I not know. one single leak. Nobody saw it coming. Well done. You guys kept your mouth shut and, and let the announcement happen when it was supposed to happen. And I think, like you said, it took the world by storm. Where I where I think it goes, it can go a norm uh, a number of ways, Tom. You know, you know, from the media background and sponsorships and business and all that stuff. It can go any number of ways that it that it should or should not go. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, uh, as soon as this news broke, uh, would be like what Randy said and said, "Okay, this is pushing us closer to a." a NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader, just where is it going to be? Right. Um, and then you got to think, um, Roger Penske is a, a big name. He's got a lot of companies under that Penske corporation. So I think, uh, from what James said with business to business, there is some room for the, for growth oh, there, but you, but you, you can't get into what you were talking about with the conflict of interest and start bringing sponsors from a, series over to your race team and and then be like hey we got this team over here you can start yeah. sponsoring so yeah i think um i think roger's smart he knows exactly what he's doing so i'm excited to see what it's doing well you also run the risk too of you know the business to business aspect if you take a sponsor and bring them into the indycar side and go hey by the way i have a couple of nascar teams come check them out what if they start liking the nascar side better like right. what if it fits their mold better then well, you just lost an indycar sponsor I, to a nascar yeah, you know i don't what know mean? if like, you'd see as much like Moving over to NASCAR is what I what I think is that there's a there's a lot of possibility for doing things even outside of the racing realm at IMS, mm-hmm. for example. You know, I you're going to see more concerts, you're going to see more events. I guarantee you, you'll see an IMSA race there. Um, you know, you're you're going to see more things going on at the Speedway because that's. That's a big facility, and it's drastically underused right now. Um, so I think that's something that you'll probably see even immediately in 20 is you'll start seeing new things at the, the Speedway. It's going to take a little longer to do stuff with the series because, obviously, right. they've already got their schedule out. NASCAR's already got theirs. IMSA's already got theirs. But you're going to see, I think, um, some announcements in the next year about things that they want to do. And Roger has categorically stated he's ready to risk some capital on some some things like the double headers. And I think NASCAR and IMSA will both go along with it. Yeah. Do you think they go more with the dirt racing stuff? I know that they've tried it, and it's been well with the uh, the B3, B, BC39 out there. You think I they could try to do see more of that. More of that. Um, I don't see it being like a weekly thing, but I could see you know more more use of that facility. They'd almost be crazy not to. Um, but again, it's, it's just, uh, I think there's an enormous amount that can be gained from Roger's business acumen, but more importantly, I think that the whole group and the whole, his whole network of people that he brings, I believe make it very much a, you know, a part of, um, the, you know, I, I think you could have infinite possibilities here and I love this. I love the fact that he got it. And I love the fact that he is so excited. This has been a dream since 14. And he's going to have the right people with the right resources to really do well. We're going to be back with RJ Valentine right around the turn. Stick around. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set ya. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Reed is the most upbeat kid I've ever met. Like surfing Reed Wilson. Yes, exactly. See, Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. It's all new to me because like, I forget that I made these, and then yeah. I go away for two months and come back, and I was like, what? What was I thinking? Yeah, exactly. He's brand new around here, but he's not. Yeah. Welcome back. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Chris Murdoch with us tonight. And uh, we've got James Mellick, otherwise known as Red, uh, producing the show. And on the Strutmasters.com guest line, we have none other than R.J. Valentine. R.J. is, oh, well, I guess we don't have R.J. Valentine. Hopefully uh, he'll give us a call back. Um, R.J. is scheduled to join us tonight. And we'll just tell you a little bit about him so that, when he does call, you'll kind of know who he is. R.J. 
is a businessman who kind of got into racing through the driving side of things and raced uh, competitively, still does, for over four decades. Um, he's got over 400 pro starts. He's got a Rolex 24-hour win at Daytona. Uh, and he finally came to the realization that uh, there was a serious need for better barriers at tracks, so that's where he kind of went. And he built uh, Impact Safety Systems, and we're going to be talking to him when he calls us about some of the things that he's doing uh, now and how he kind of got into all of that. So we're looking uh, forward to that. But before um, he calls, can I bring up another point about the Pinsky? Well, thing you can. We I was going to transition us back to that for a moment to uh, wait on on RJ. So, yes, we, we were talking about Roger Penske buying Indy and the IndyCar series in the first segment. That's I, th- I was talking during the commercial break about some stuff I saw from fans um, after the press conference that happened uh, earlier this week. And people were talking about bringing back Formula One. Obviously, Formula One just had their championship race yeah. in Texas over the weekend. Um, so what do you guys think about uh, F1 doing more races in the States? Well, I'll start. Uh, I think that it's inevitable. They want a second race. F1 yeah. wants a second race. They're looking at a course, designing a course around the, the football stadium in Miami, um, which, you know, would be good because then at least eventually somebody in Miami would win something. Um, but uh, And there goes all of our Miami fan base. Yeah, there goes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. They're all suffering miserably during football season right now. So I just don't want to see. They actually any, did beat the Jets. I just don't so want to see any street courses. I don't like street. No, courses and that I much. think this is here's that really kind of gets us into that discussion. So that course is going to be a street course. That's what they're designing, yeah. um, and it's it's not a done deal by any means. It's being talked about. It would be. I think it's a great area of the country to have a a, a race. It's a great market, but. If I had a choice between a street course and going to uh, Indy and doing the road course again, uh, first of all, you got to understand that Roger Penske is not afraid to spend whatever it takes to make the course into a course that F1 can come and run competitively on. And I think my point here, Randy, is you know Indianapolis's Motor Speedway's uh, tagline is the, the racing capital of the world. Right. Well, if you're going to hold that tagline, that's a pretty high standard. You've got to bring more of the world than just IndyCar into the the racing that's capital true. of the world. Right, world. and with with Penske being you know the owner of the facility now, he can, as Tom said, spend whatever kind of money it takes to get as many series to that facility as is possible. I mean, they spent you know multi millions of dollars on a dirt track in the center of the tra- you know the center of the infield just to have USAC and you know that kind of thing. But for, for F1, for me, I feel like. If you add too many races to the United States, it's going to take away the prestige of F1 because everybody loves F1 because it's not something you see all the time. It'd be like V8 supercars running here all the time, you know? Right. One more would be fine. I'd be okay with one. One would be better for the teams, too, because if you could do them even somewhat close, where you could come and do both races, then I think that makes perfect sense. Right. But there's also the, the other part of that is there are so many great road course facilities in this country for them to race on that we don't need to have a street course. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many great sources to race on. And Roger's already got that in because he's friends with Gene Haas, who's an owner. So he's got a way to get to F1 with the in now. Roger's relationships in F1 go way beyond that. So, I mean, but he's got a team owner who would be willing to do it with him as well. Haas could say something. I think that uh, 
F1, like I said, F1 wants to com- come uh, to another race in the States. And, um, you know, the, the, I could even see a VA supercars race at, at some point uh, at, at the Speedway for the exact reason that Chris just brought up. It's a, it, that Speedway is not just known throughout the world, but it's revered yeah. throughout the world. And by the way, okay. they're also bringing Moto America to Indy next year, too. So. Yeah, exactly. That's another, right. I forgot about that. It's just a, so, it's a huge tagline. And it goes way beyond just a tagline. If you're gonna it does. if you're gonna be the the racing capital of the world, you've got to bring the whole world to that right. spot. And I think Roger, I think Roger knows that. I think he, when he says he's he's willing to lose some capital and bringing some more events and more series to that place, I think he's gonna try to go out and get the heavy hitters. Well, I I think that can be done, and I think multiple classes, uh, multiple divisions, racing festival type events. Th- that's what's coming here. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's going to evolve over time, but that's mm-hmm. what's coming here, I think. I don't I don't think Indy as a city is quite ready for what Penske has in mind for what's going on there. I think I think what Roger is going to do with Indianapolis Motor Speedway um is going to is going to make Indianapolis a travel destination. Oh yeah. I think yep. it's I think he's going to bring I think it's it's best it's better for everybody in that area. I think Indy should be happy with how that went down because I think Rogers. I mean, like you said, more concerts, more festivals, you know, more more series. If you bring F one into Indianapolis, it's a huge. You're going to get people from all over the world coming to see that race. Yep, exactly uh-huh. right. Yeah, it's, I it's agree. another. Sure. It's a. It's on the same level with F one as I would compare it to the closest thing to the Indy five hundred. That place, I I guarantee you would pack the place out if F1 came back. To well, of course. India. Yeah, I mean, F1's going to pack the place wherever they go. That's why, you know, this past weekend when you had the duplicate scheduling of, you, you know, had F1. 150,000 people at Coda and yeah, 20,000 people I mean, in Texas. I that, loved. That was ridiculous. I loved watching their um, their Hollywood uh, championship festival. It was just crazy how all out F1 went. In, in California with, you know, Lewis, and they did burnout. It was sort of like burnout. Texas. Of, no. California. What are you talking about? F1. They did a whole block party in Los Angeles. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I'm sorry. I missed that. I missed yeah, that Yeah, they, they did. It was like what you would see on, like, a burnout on the boulevard. Okay. They took F1 gotcha. cars and did burnouts on the streets and well, had a whole orchestra there playing the F1 theme song. Sure, why not? <laughs> It was that sounds like an yeah, F one thing. Yeah, it was, exactly. It was it, they went all out. So yeah, see, I didn't realize that. I, uh, I I missed out on that part. But I mean, that was in terms of scheduling, that was like a handicap match because <sighs> as I as I explain all the time to people, F one comes one time during the year, mm-hmm. so everybody wants to go see it, whether they're a big F one fan or not. Mm-hmm. It's an event, so you you put it against a NASCAR race, which. They've already seen one at Texas in the spring, and they can see one next spring. Yeah. You know, they're going to go to the F1 race. Texas's crowd was absolutely awful. It was dreadful. It's been bad and, and, for several years. Yeah, but it was. I can I tell. Mean, I can, it was awful. And, and all I heard yeah. about last weekend during the conversation of Texas and Coda and all and NASCAR, and especially after seeing Tony Stewart do his thing with yeah. Haas F1, is when are we going to get a race at Coda? 
you're going to I will I will categorically state on this show right now you are going to see an NASCAR race at Coda. That's going to happen whether Eddie Gossage wants it to or not because the demand is there and NASCAR is going to have to acknowledge sooner or later that that facility would put on one of their biggest events of the year and if you want a place to have a really big time NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader there you go Put it at Coda. I, I see Coda as like a bucket list track for me. Seeing that, seeing that it's track on TV, amazing. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's world class. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Texas, that's Texas is a big enough state that you. I mean, you know, NASCAR has pretty much dominated you know that whole state for a while now. When Coda was built, and F one's coming, you know, Indy Indy comes you know once a year, but. I I think that they should just put the NASCAR race and F1 together as a doubleheader down there. Right. Draw the huge 150,000 crowd, and boom, there you go. Yeah. Well, it's exactly right. I, I think I, attendance I, would be better at COTA than it would be at Texas. Oh, for Motor sure. For for sure. Texas is going to lose yeah. one of their dates. That's, yeah. It's a given. It's, yep. it's a given they're going to lose one date. Yep. Well, it, it'll be it, – and it's – that's – See, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because no. it makes the one date they have a bigger event. Yeah. You're not going to see him here twice. It would also, you know, I, I feel like the the ten the ten chase races shouldn't be any tracks that they run during the course of the year. Uh, it should be those well, ten special tracks. But it's impossible. I mean, to it's do impossible that. for logistics purposes. Yeah, but can't. at the same time, but that's but why you get the same guy winning over and over and over again because they visit the same Coda track at the same time all the time. In the playoffs would be oh, really yeah. really good. For that sure, would, that would be really good if you. And I know, obviously, Eddie wouldn't want to see the race taken away from Texas, the playoff race. But you know, the bottom line is, at some point, and I think having another road course of the chase in the playoffs would be perfect. Well, and I think Coda is the place to do that. You know, he's getting desperate when he's starting to take seats out of TMS because well, they can't sell the place out. Yeah, see, there again. So. Well, but again, I, I I keep saying that whole mindset was flawed from the beginning it was not sustainable hmm. none of these tracks should have built that many seats no. because there was no way that that was going to maintain once itself the newness over wore a period off of time. it was gone well it's not just the newness part but the economy fluctuates i mean you know it just it doesn't mean that nascar is failing it just means that it got too big it's you know it's like a balloon and then you got to you kind of got to retract it a little bit and make it fit better you know brian france had a very big money corporate you know wall street mentality and that's not that's never what nascar was and it's never what it was going to be or what it should be it's always a regional sport and they can do really well with that we're going to um, step aside here. Uh, we're still trying to connect with RJ Valentine. We've got Michael Self coming up as well. So plenty more of Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu still to come. Stick around. We will be right back. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color 
color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. To Motorsports Madness. As we continue with uh, our program tonight, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, Chris Murdoch, and uh, Red, James Mellick, our producer. And I think we've got RJ Valentine now on our guest line. Uh, so let's go to the Strutmasters.com. Nope. Uh, Red got I a little know. Red got a little blue during the last commercial break. Hey. I thought it was freezing them out over there. <laughs> yeah, it's a little chilly in the studio. We had studio. a cold front come through the studio. I come back the, and I freeze yeah. it out. And all of a sudden it felt good in here. I mean, it was a little warm. And then all of a sudden I look over and it's like, wow, did the Arctic just blow through here? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe Chris doesn't blow as much hot air as Jacob does. That's what it is. That could be that so, too. Yeah. We'll try again here. Uh, see if we got RJ on the line. RJ, can you hear us? I'm well. How are you? All right. Well, we're glad to have you. And uh, we've got about uh, 12 and a half minutes or so to chat with you and uh, want to welcome you to our syndicated show. This is Motorsports Madness. And uh, for those who aren't familiar, we uh, talked about RJ a little bit uh, in the last segment. Uh, again, RJ, a businessman who also became a racer and uh, 
has raced competitively for over 40 years. I'm jealous. Uh, has over 400 pro starts, a Rolex 24-hour win at Daytona. Uh, very accomplished in the driving side, but um, he he has kind of taken, taken an interest in the safety side of things and has developed a company called Impact Safety Systems, which is designed to produce, and it does, uh, produce uh, better barriers, softer wall technology and such. Um, so we're happy to have you, RJ. First of all, I want to take you back for a moment. Uh, how? What made you decide to start racing in the first place? How did that come about? Well, Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm impressed that you said your wife said, why don't you get a car? Did you ex extend her to a lifetime contract at that point? I hope because she she really became a keeper. <laughs> I would have doubled her pay for that. That's great. Uh, that's awesome. Um, well, obviously, you had a, a successful racing career and i i i want to kind of fast forward this a little bit because i really want to talk about how you came to the realization that you wanted to take on the safety aspect and and why what made you other than i'm sure you hit a few in your career but what made you focus on barriers Okay. Wow. Sure. Well, yeah. Concrete doesn't move. That's... <laughs> 
Ya, ya. I I think for me, RJ, when I when I think about this as a fan, you talk about motorsports barriers and karting barriers, and I think the biggest question for me is what goes into each specific barrier? You know, you talk about uh, a motorsports bar- barrier and a karting barrier. What are some of the significant differences that you look to protect? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, as you started to develop your your barrier systems, what kind of uh, flack did you get in resistance? Any? I mean, I know any new type of safety technology, even the Hans device, um, you know, drivers, drivers sometimes when it comes to their own safety have heads of knuckle. And I would imagine that probably at least some of the facilities we're maybe a little reluctant as well. Can you talk about that? The Hans device, okay. The reality was, you know, at first it's ridiculed, second it's violently opposed, third it's accepted as being self-evident. Okay, so we all said, what is he out of his mind? We're going to put this contraption around our neck. Listen, we will never get in a car without a Hans device. Because yeah. Your neck is just flapping around there. And uh, uh, Jim Downing did a great job with his, well, his brother-in-law, who was a doctor at the time, and showed, told him what the problem was. And, you know, it's like a basal skull fracture. Yes. That's what yep. happened to Dale. Yep. Dale, you yep. know, he died, he died instantly. And, uh, you know, you... You get to the point where you go to the sanctioning bodies, you go to the track owners, and I'm a track owner. I own uh, a significant piece of uh, New Jersey Motorsports Park. I'm a 50% right. owner with Lee Bray and, and, and a group of business people. And even we go there, they say, well, gee, I don't know if we can afford it. I said, let me tell you, Lee, we, we, we've, we've, we've brought some of them in on, on specific high-speed corners. But a lot of people look at them and say, look, we can't afford it. I said, look, you can't afford not to do it. Exactly. Because you're talking about a human life here. And listen, it, we're starting to get traction, but it's a, it's a constant pull. Yeah. So there's a lot of track owners that probably listen and, and, and watch our show, and they're probably sitting there thinking, I really want to put a safer barrier in my racetrack, but I don't know how much it's going to cost, and, and I don't know if I have the funds to be able to do that. What kind of yeah. a cost are we looking at in terms of being well, able to put look, a safe barrier to track? Everybody thinks you have to surround the whole track with barriers. I said no. Look, being you know, you got to be economically sensible here. So I say to myself, where are the most incidents 
on a racetrack. And right. I could I can I can tell you having raced just on about every single track in the United States. I know where you know the hot spots are. Okay, there are places on a track that consistently collect cars that collect people or in cars. Yep. And if you said to me, pick a track, I could tell you right off the top of my head. If I've raced there, I know where the I know where the problems are, and I can tell you. You know, I've seen accidents at these tracks in the past, and I continue to see them. You know, on on television. Television. You know, it, it's it's you know that you know where the problem is. So what you do instead of telling somebody you got to go do the whole track, you take the hot spots. Maybe you get two or three of them, and we try to make it as as affordable as possible. But mitigate the you know the, the significant problem. Right now, I know that okay. uh, you you developed uh, a consortium basically uh, called Racing Safety United this past year, and I know That's that right. uh, they've been working on uh, several safety initiatives. And we've got some more things because I know I'm a small part of that. And then we've got some more things for next year to announce, including a podcast. But can you tell us more about Racing Safety United? Well. Look, if you talk to enough enough people, okay, in the business, you know, there are people that I've raced with that are retired or in semi-retirement, and you bring up the problem, they see what the problem is. They've lost friends. They've seen people maimed or hurt. So, you know, it, it's, an, it's, it's a pull, but there's, there's a blindness in racing. If you're racing, it's never going to be me. Yeah. I'm not going to be the one that's going to crash until you crash. Exactly. And, and when it happens to you, I mean, you take guys like great guys like Jerry Nadeau from Connecticut, okay? You got Steve Park. Uh, you've got, listen, I could, I could stand here, and stay on the phone tonight and tell you at least 50 people we know who have suffered concussions, either suffered concussions, lost their lives, or been maimed. And the reality is, is once everybody begins to realize you can do this. You can have a great sport because we love our sport. We don't want to cause any problems with it. The reality is that you've got to address the hot spots. And if you don't, then you're going to continue to have the same problems. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm curious, where do you see the motorsports industry headed in the next five years with regards to safety? What are you seeing out there? What are the trends is it, are, are we kind of at a point now where more and more tracks are getting sensible about this? we got about a minute and a half. Well, okay, well, let me just say this to you. If they don't realize it by now, it's, got to, it's almost we've tried to do it the easy way. It's like a shock treatment. Okay, you have to get them to understand that the competitors care. Yeah. And once they start saying that, you look at back in the, in the 1970s with Jackie Stewart, okay? What did Jackie do? He created a, a firestorm. He, he got them to, to create a lot of safety features, and he did a great job with it. But now we got to keep going. And, and what do you see on the horizon? Are there any, um, in terms of technology that's uh, emerging or anything like that in about a minute? Well, look, all I'm going to tell you is this. We've got helmet. You know, we, got, we mentioned the Hans. We've fire, fire suits. We've got Herculean plastic and Indy cars, but you still... It's the end result, the arrival point. What are you hitting? Uh, if you got to hit concrete or any of the things we just talked about, it's a problem. And I can't, I can't say enough. Either we're going we're gonna to keep pushing and pushing 
and people are going to start to listen or they're not. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it's been it's been great to have you, uh, and we're going to definitely have you back, RJ, again before the winter's out to talk some more about all of this stuff. Uh, ImpactSafetyBarriers.com is his. Impact ImpactSafetyBarriers.com. Yes. You're gonna, you go in yep. there, you'll see, you'll see everything. It's all drawn out for you. Absolutely. Okay. And that is R.J. Valentine, and we certainly appreciate R.J. Uh, and his dedication to safety. He is definitely a pioneer in that. And we'll be back right around the turn with more. Stick around. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels Levels, new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Go, Tyler. Yeah, welcome back. Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life, and... Uh, we are talking racing for a little while longer here, and 
We have three races coming up this weekend at ISM Raceway in Phoenix. Um, Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup all in action, and this basically is it. This is the grand. Do or die. Yeah, it's the grand finale for the you know the 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 season, except for of course Homestead, which is the championship race, but. This is the last chance. It to comes make or down break. To this. It's a make or break. Make yeah. or break, yes. Um, if you're going to make a move, you got to do it now. And there are a few guys in these series that have to make some pretty big moves um, quickly. Uh, but we can start with the trucks. We've got about a minute and a half here just to open some discussion here. Tyler brought us back. Tyler's, one of, Tyler's probably the biggest surprise of the truck series uh, this year. He's still hanging around, still has a shot to run for the championship. He doesn't really have to win. Uh, at ism but he certainly has to get plenty of points and be able to run up front uh chris murdoch do you think uh tyler finds a way to make the final four i think he does i think ism uh suits his driving style really really well if you uh look at where he got his win you know uh but i believe he's got he's i don't think it's necessarily a, a him thing i think dgr has been struggling with equipment issues. Um, so I believe uh, if they can get the equipment r- issues right, there's no reason why he can't you know, pick that win up. Quickly, Randy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to completely agree with Chris. I feel like not only is it his time, but it's also the crew. I mean, everything has to fall into place for that to happen, but I think that's going to happen for him. Well, it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, uh, Red, you got, a, you got a perspective, yes or no? Tyler, yeah. Yeah, Tyler I makes think, it? I think he makes it. I think, think he makes it. I think he gets in for sure. Like wow. you mentioned, you know, it fits into his style of driving. I think he makes it in. Well, I, I'm i going to go out, go out on a limb with the rest of you and say, yes, I think he makes it in. Now, he's 15 below the cutoff, so he's got to have some help here. But, uh, you know, Tyler Ankrum is a fighter. You know, I've been telling people for four or five years that kid is for real. And, you know, he's going to be a cup champion someday. It's all there is to it. And I think Tyler finds a way to get it in and then goes to Homestead with his best shot, uh, best kind of track to win a championship. Back with more talk right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. 
It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Well, that was a timely reentry. Casey <laughs> Kane bringing us back out of break gives us a chance to update everybody who might be uh, watching this live on WSIC Daystar TV 25.2 in Charlotte. Or if you're listening live on the Performance Motorsports Network, it's Thursday night as we record this and uh, the World Finals going on. We mentioned uh, it was raining outside our studios, and we're hoping that it wasn't raining at the dirt track in Charlotte. Well, apparently, Randy, it was. (laughs) It was. And we don't know where they were in the program, but the rest of the program tonight there has been canceled. So um, if you're interested or you're following the World Finals be watching for obviously a scheduling update as to whether they combine it into the Friday Saturday uh, weekend or maybe go to Sunday for some of it. Let's just run all three will. classes at the same time. It's for qualifying, so I imagine they're just going to absorb it into the other two days of the weekend. So that means either tomorrow or Saturday or both are going to be very long days at um, mm-hmm. the dirt track. So okay, we've got about uh, a minute and a half. We were talking trucks in the last segment. We'll keep that theme going here. For this segment, plows for the trucks. We were talking about Tyler Ankrum speculating. We all thought he would make it in. This has been a particularly interesting uh, playoff, obviously. As it sits right now, Brett Moffitt uh, at the top, Stuart Friesen in second. They're pretty safe unless they uh, just melt. Um, a dumpster fire. You know, uh, they're, they're going to go on. So looking right now, looks like two spots available. Chastain, Austin Hill, Matt Crafton, and Tyler Ankrum. Um, if Matt, if Tyler Ankrum makes it in, that means either Crafton Hill or Chastain, actually two of those three are going to be out. So in about, uh, 20 seconds, Randy, who does not make the cut? In I know, the truck series? I know one thing, if Ross doesn't make it in, everybody's going to riot. Um, I'm going to probably go, I'm going to go with Matt Crafton. I feel like Matt's probably going to be throwing watermelons out. all over the place. Yes. Uh, yes. So Crafton and who else? Um, Austin Hill. Crafton and Hill don't yes. make it. Wow. Yes. Malik. I, I agree with him 100%. Those two, if it's any two, because Chastain's been the hot hand all year. Well, we're going to have two. Or hot gloves, uh, shall I say. We only take four with us into the championship round. Murdoch, uh, Crafton, Hill, Ankrum, Chastain. Well, Which I, two don't make it? Well, Chastain's got a pretty good cushion. He's plus 20 right now. So, yeah. Uh, I say Chastain makes it. Hill and Crafton are out. Ankrum uh, points his way in. I don't think he wins. I agree with all of you except for one thing. I'm going way out on a limb. Tyler's going to win. Back with more next. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. 
Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. had Spencer on last week and uh, had a great conversation with him uh, talking about uh, what he had going on this year. And um, he's excited for some things that he's working on for next year. And I can tell you, knowing some of them uh, that could be happening for him, he has a reason to be. When you uh, win a race, your stock goes up. Yeah. Imagine that. Exactly. Well, and, and he's a young man who he does all his own marketing, et cetera. So he, you know, he has a, 
he has a real good grasp on the sponsorship game, and he's really done a great job for his his partners. And they really like him. So um, he told me some some great stories uh, about some of the situations he's got in line, hopefully for next year. So I hope I hope it comes through for him because again, he works very hard. Wishing the best. With that, welcome back to Motorsports Bandits. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, uh, James Mellick producing, and Chris Murdoch with us in the studio as well. Um, been talking trucks. And talking playoffs and talking all kinds of things. But we've got a couple of other uh, divisions in action at uh, ISM as well. The Xfinity Series uh, is in action. And that's, uh, you know, all year long, obviously, we've repeated three or four names. We, we talk about Chris Bell, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick, and then it alternates between whether we talk about uh, Austin Sindrick, Chase Briscoe, Justin Allgaier. Uh, every now and again, we throw Michael Annette into the conversation Here's where I'll go with the conversation this week to start with. One name that we don't, we've not put into the big three or big four, but who may be on the move for next year, John Hunter Nemechek. It appears as though GMS's Xfinity program is going away, at least for 2020 anyhow. They're, if not completely shutting it down uh, permanently, they're certainly suspending it, it appears, though we have had no official announcement. And... The latest conversation is that after his performance filling in for Matt Tift in the 36 car for Front Row Motorsports, it appears as though he and Front Row are working together to put him full time into a Front Row Motorsports Ford for 2020. And they're going to have a couple of cars at least available because it appears as though Matt Tift is probably going to be out for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they've got some some work to do to figure out what caused the seizure that he had um, that made him miss this last race. Uh, And so it's probably going to be a good bit of next season before he gets back in the car anyway. Uh, And David Reagan is, is going away after this year. He's retiring. So we know there's at least two of the cars that are going to be available. The 34 car is still up in the air. Michael McDowell would like to go back there, but nothing has been definite as of yet. Um, And so what I know is that they are talking, the two sides are talking, and I would feel like it's at least fairly likely at this point, if not highly likely, that John Hunter Nemechek will be full-time with front row, and that would be good for him because I think it's a good team for him to come into and learn, and um, you know, and, and I know that they've got some plans once the new car comes out uh, in 2021, so... You know, that's one of those teams that I think you got to watch when the whole conversion takes place because I think that could go in their favor a little bit. Um, And so, you know, it would be good for him to uh, get a full-time opportunity in the Cup Series with at least a decent team. Chris? Yeah, I think uh, getting your feet wet with uh, a a team like a front row where you can come in and – if Michael McDowell chooses to stay, you know, learn off of somebody that's been there before yes. and, yeah. and, you know, get around, go around the block. And, you know, it, it would be good for John Hunter. I think he, I think he showed last week at Texas that he's a little bit, um, he's, he's ready for it. He showed that he can, he can run up there where the equipment's capable to run. Yeah. So, um, I think it would be a good move. You know, it's one of those things where like, you know, John Hunter Nemechek is a second generation driver. So a yes. lot of people don't really you know, associate that, but Johnny Nemechek, of course, is his dad. So he's been around the sport his entire life. So it, it's almost you know, one of those things where he knows – he's one of those kids where if you give him a good quality ride, he's going to perform. He did that in the truck series. So 
I think this is a great opportunity for him to, like Chris said, get his feet wet, get in there, and just kind of, you know, we always tell the rookies, just go in there and complete the race. Complete the race, complete as many laps as you can, stay out of trouble. That's all you got to do. That's, yeah. that's your, yeah, your first exactly. year is all about staying out of trouble. Don't go yep. out there, try to be a hero, win 50 races. That's Christopher Bell's job. Your job is just go out there and stay out of trouble. Yeah, I agree. Um, James, you spend time, obviously, uh, during the days of the week working for LFR and the 95 team. So you're kind of inside the uh, the beltway a little bit. And um, the idea of John Hunter Nemechek stepping to cup, I mean, there I've seen some, some talk from fans online that, you know, well, you know, he needs to hold out, wait for a better ride. And, you know, front row doesn't make good cars or whatever. Front row makes the best cars they can make with the resources they have. And I think you're going to see... Uh, front row make a step up between 20 and 21. Um, I may have some insider intel on that, but I can't spill it. Um, but I think this would be a good place, as it was and still is for Matt Tift when he eventually can get back. Good place for a young driver to come in, kind of fly under the radar a little bit while he's getting used to the differences between the Xfinity and the Cup Series. For sure, you're right. I mean, I just want to mention one name there that is now became a household name and is now just moved over to a I guess you could call it a top-tier team. Uh, they stepped back for a couple of years, and now back in the house car, Chris Busher. That's where he got his start at. Sure. So, um, obviously, it's a good place to get a start at, and I think if John Hunter takes it serious, he could turn us into something big. Well, and people also need to realize that Matt DiBenedetto ran for Go Fast, ran for yep. Front Row, ran sure for ran, Matt DiBenedetto ran for BK Racing for a while. I mean, that yep. was about and started his, at Gibbs. He even yeah. he even drove for Curtis Key uh, in the Xfinity stuff. He did and did starting park stuff for them to get yeah. just introduced into the NASCAR side. Mm-hmm. He had to fight and claw for exactly. his way to get in mm-hmm. to the ninety five car where I'm at, which we love having him. Right, and now to get himself over to the twenty one. So right. he so had to again, fight and claw. My point is that you got to have these teams. And uh, Bob Jenkins and his group do a nice job, and they've, they've, they're putting some things in place. It's hard when you're, when, when you're not naturally as resourced as a Hendrick or a Gibbs or a Penske. It's hard to build a team quickly. But if you look at Bob Jenkins and what he's done over there, they've been very methodical, and he gets the most out of what he's got. And I feel like that team is on the verge of taking a step forward over the next couple of years and having young talent like Matt and like John Hunter is how you're going to get there. Michael McDowell was a very talented racer and I hope he comes back to give them that one sort of veteran bit of veteran presence still. Um, but if not, then I, you've got some other drivers out there that could easily fill that seat like a Daniel Hemrick, um, you know, and that would make one heck of a stable of young racers to build from and to market with as well. I think I think Ford needs it because you look well, at they do. I think yeah, you, I, I think you look at what Chevy's doing with their driver's ed pro- program and building their funnel of drivers. And you obviously can't ignore what Toyota's done over the past. Uh, what are they selling? Celebrating their 40th anniversary yeah, of TRD. Yeah. Uh, uh, just this past week. So uh, you look at you look at all that. Ford needs it. Um, yeah, they do. So you get you get uh, Matt Tift and John Hunter in there, and you look at uh, what Roush is doing. You start yeah. aligning that up. You know, yep. Newman's not going to stick around forever. He he'll be done within the next three or four years. His right. contract so, is up next year, by the way. So um, you look at him, and you need somebody to replace him. So you got to get that funnel of drivers to go. What do you do? Um, and, and I think John Hunter and Matt Tift are perfect to do it. Um, you know. 
just yeah. to get back in there. Well, I think, you know, Matt's already there and John Hunter coming in and being able to put himself in a position either to be longer term there, if that's what it turns out to be, or at least to kind of launch his cup side and wait for, you know, uh, a mm-hmm. bigger seat, better seat, faster seat, whatever, to come along. Um, and, you know, and another point, I think John Hunter moving to Ford would be a good move because if you look at where Chevy and Toyota are at, they're sort of stagnant right now. They're, yeah, they they're, are. They're, they're, they're starting to get their um, their their positions filled. They're feeling comfortable. They're, they're feeling comfortable. They got their lineup ready. You, you get a John Hunter that doesn't really know where he's going to go, like you mentioned, GMS, you know, yep. could be shutting down uh, for a year. You go to there, and and now you're front of the line. Yeah. So you just got to get your name. And get, you got to get your you, everybody on you. Everybody needs to be looking at you. And as long as you're performing well, yeah. No matter what kind of car you're in, it's not about winning races and getting top tens. It's about just doing well and being respected on the racetrack. You'll get yeah. the rides. People well, will start looking at you. And that's why too. I don't think you know. Again, a lot of fans mm-hmm. just don't understand how, the, how it all works really but you know even a situation like Bubba with with petty where you know you've had your ups and you had your downs but when whenever petty's brought a competitive car to the racetrack Bubba's run it up front you know when when they bring a top 10 he runs top 10 if they bring a 20th place car he runs 20th um so yeah that's basically it's going to be interesting John Hunter's definitely got we'll talk more Xfinity around the turn but that's a good opportunity be right back Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Olero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. 
You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media set you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Man, did he get into some stuff last weekend. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, uh, Chris Murdoch, and James Mellick gathered around the studio at uh, WSIC Radio and TV here in Statesville, North Carolina. We are live on WSIC TV 25 in Charlotte and also on uh, the Performance Motorsports Network, PMN Radio app. If you missed any part of this show uh, and you'd like to be able to catch up on it, it will be available on demand via Race Chaser Radio uh, at almost uh, any of the major podcast platforms. So wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Race Chaser Radio. We're on Spotify and tune in and a bunch of the others, Apple and Google and all of that. Um, of course, also this show does get syndicated through uh, Sports Byline USA as well throughout the weekend. So um, we want to say hello to you no matter where you might be tuning us in from. Um, we we kind of opened the Xfinity discussion and then we got caught up in uh, the John Hunter Nemechek news. We've got a little more Xfinity news to tell you about real quick and then we'll get into the playoff scenario Joe Gibbs Racing announcing that uh, they are expanding their lineup of full-time Xfinity cars next year, um, f- at least full-time Xfinity drivers. Riley Herbst going to take over the wheel of the 18. Riley coming up from, uh, well, really kind of an outlaw schedule of ARCA and truck and um, and, and some, uh, uh, some Xfinity starts this year. And so he'll join Harrison Burton. And Brandon Jones is full-time drivers, and they're going to put a fourth car on the track for five races or seven races, however many Kyle Busch can run next year. Um, They're going to put uh, a fourth car on the track for Kyle for his races. Uh, Interesting move there. Um, Randy, is Riley Herbst ready for a full-time Xfinity schedule? I think he's ready. I mean, even if he's not ready, he's going to be in a, a really good Joe Gibbs car, so he'll get ready really quick <laughs> by being in that team. But, I mean, he's also got Harrison Burton and, and Brandon Jones, who's now yeah. the veteran on that team, yeah, which is weird. Yeah, imagine that. Um, <laughs> Shortest driver of the three exactly. is the veteran. <laughs> um, but those three together, I mean, they'll, they'll still have the tutelage of having Kyle Busch there, you know, as, right. as a mentor sure. when he's there at the racetrack. So uh, they'll be fine. They'll, they'll be fine. And Riley be fine too. I agree with just like he said. You know, there's another guy that a lot of people thought wasn't quite ready to make that move, uh, and were hesitant of it was Joey when he made that move, and he did completely fine in that Gibbs car when he got into it in the Xfinity series. Took him a little time to get used to driving uh, a heavier stock car, more horsepower, so on and so forth. I mean, he's drove K and N and stuff, but just took time to develop it. I think the same thing will happen with Riley, and 
um, with Harrison. They'll both figure it out and go. Chris, yeah, I think when uh, Monster says go, I don't think you, <laughs> I don't think you <laughs> pump the yeah, brakes. Exactly. I think you go. So, I, I think, uh, I think Riley's ready. He, he's done a lot in his select starts, and uh, I think he fits that Joe Gibbs mold really well. What I'm worried about is. Um, have we reached a stopgap with Joe Gibbs now? Now that they've they've filled up their their young stuff and developing, and you've got Kyle uh, gonna run till you know he's probably running in a wheelchair. Um, He'll well, probably still win. <laughs> uh, and you know, I don't. They're getting. They're, Toyota's getting to the point where they're getting real close to you know to hitting a depleting, stop. They're they're, they're, they're there. Like you said stop. in the last segment, um, you know, with Mike McDowell. Um, they're about to peak. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, and I was. Uh, I think Toyota is in an interesting situation because you're right. They, you've got Eric Jones. He's young. He's going to be around a while. You got now Chris Bell coming over. Um, he's going to be around for a while, uh, and so you figure that eventually Chris probably replaces Denny. Um, Unless you oh, yeah. you're just going to keep the 95 as a you know long term solution, but um, I think the only one that hasn't signed an extension yet is Denny, right? Well, yeah, but he's good. I think through the end of next year or maybe 20, well, yeah, that's 21. Not, that's I'm what I'm sure. saying. But he still but, hasn't signed an extension. But uh, you know, I think Kyle's got a while yet. So you're right. It's going to be interesting. Just an now you've got very young talent here, and this is what I the reason I threw the question out about Riley being ready. My answer to that is. I don't know that he's ready, but the only way to get ready is to run. You right. can't, you can, he's run enough Xfinity races. And I would say the same for Harrison. They've run enough Xfinity races that they know what it's about. So you just have to get reps basically. Well, laps and when, they, when they've won, and, when they've run, they've run top five, top Yeah, 10. exactly. So yep. what this does is it gives Joe Gibbs racing to very green, you might say, and I don't want to overemphasize that, but they're they're kind of young in their evolution overall as drivers. I think you're going to see a two to three year Xfinity window for them. Um, but eventually you run out of cup cars to put them in. Right. You see, and this is what you were alluding to. And I think it's an interesting place. Now, I've heard some talk about going to expanding the team allowance to five cars from four. I pray to the almighty racing God that that never happens. Cause I think four is too many personally rather, rather be two. Um, but I think that either way you're running out of space. Now, what I do believe you're going to see though, is I think you're going to see once we go to the gen seven, you've got at least one to two manufacturers that are talking about wanting in. And so I think you could see more teams, which would then basically open it up to more cars and more opportunities for some of these drivers. But you're right. Toyota's in an interesting spot with this. I think with this, uh, for me, I look at uh, what they were were trying to do with the 81 and the IK9 uh, cup Sponsorship, car yeah. that they were gonna the, yep. that they the were gonna run. <laughs> yeah they were gonna they were gonna run that I think I mean if Toyota wants it they'll just build another team well and, uh, you and just shove. yeah you have satellite teams but it but still I they've got an say, awful I mean, lot of drivers still in the pipeline well they're, I, they're I think they just 
I wouldn't even call it a satellite team. I mean, I think you would. Well, that's what it is. You can't have more than four like Joe Gibbs cars. So if another owner comes in, that owner makes a technical alliance. Well, just because just because it doesn't have a. I mean, you can still build the same equipment. Well, exactly. But I, but I, but that's that's kind yeah. of I'm just there, 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 the there are multiple ways to hide right. what they're what they're right. what Every, is probably eventually going to happen. Everything except for the person on the owner's line is yeah. still yeah. racing pretty much. But the thing yeah. with the, with Riley that's interesting is is that like you guys were saying, Toyota's at a place right now where they don't have a whole lot of guys behind you know waiting to come in the wings yeah. right now. So Riley is actually coming in at a good spot because even if he doesn't perform, who's going to replace him? There's nobody you, underneath of well, him right now. I mean, not unless they go find the, you know, another. not necessarily true. He's got a little bit of time. He's got time. I will right. agree. I, I don't but, think anything is going to happen in 2020. It's going to be 2021. Like right. once the new car comes out, midway through 2021, then they'll be like, okay, you're not. You've got to some drivers that are down in the truck series or below. That, that you've got some drivers that are going to come up to the truck series that are going to perform. Right. Yeah. So we're, we're, yeah. we'll have to see how that works out. But let's get to the playoff uh, situation. I'm just thinking, you've what got, am I doing with my life? These kids are 18, 19 years old. Yeah. I'm 21. <laughs> hey, I'm, what, what am I doing? You're on TV. You're, yeah. well, exactly. And radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Um, worldwide. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Bell uh, leading the points right now, you might say. And he's... Uh, you know, he's definitely going to, I think, uh, obviously, I think he's going to make the final four. Cole Custer likely to make the final four, 52 points up. Um, here's where this gets interesting. Now, Tyler Reddick's 36 points up. And uh, you know what? Justin Allgaier on the bubble, he's 18 points up of Chase Briscoe, 28 of Michael Lynette, and uh, 31 of Sindrick. Uh, Noah Gregson's 47 back. He's in eighth. Right now, Noah Gregson's got one shot, one shot only. He better go win the race. I would watch out for him. If um, that kid knows his back's against the wall, especially at a track at I, like ISM, he's done well at in the truck. We've I, seen it before. If if you're looking to to if you're looking for a dark horse, you go Noah Gregson because I, I Gregson, cindric has got to make up uh, 13. On, on the cutoff, basically. Um, and that's got to make up 10. Briscoe is 18 back of, of the cutoff. You've, you've really got, this is kind of a, a, a cluster here where we know that a crash or a, a blow motor on, you know, say a, an all guy or a Briscoe could open it for an Ed or Cindric. So we'll go around the table once again um, Allgaier on the bubble. I'm just going to ask the simple question. Does Justin Allgaier hang on, Chris, and make the playoffs? I think he wins the race. Or make uh, the final round. I don't, think the, I, don't think the, I don't think the final four changes. I think Allgaier wins the race. and just well, he's, on, he's on the final that four. certainly would put the, him in. Okay. Uh, Randy, does Allgaier make the cut for the, for the final four at Homestead? I think Allgaier makes the cut because he's been consistent, and which is why he's in the top four right now. He hasn't won the race so far this year, but he's been in the top four or five cars almost every single race in his playoffs. So I think he's going to be okay. James? Yeah, I was going to agree with Randy. I was going to say he's just been really consistent this year, and he's been in a situation where he has to perform to be able to make it to Homestead, rather it's win or do something like that. He's done it in years past. Uh, and I think this one here and the reason he gets in is just because of the experience he's got. I think he steals the championship. 
Ooh, well, we we've seen that done before uh, a year yes. ago. Michael and uh, uh, Tyler, <laughs> Michael and that stole that'd Daytona. Be, Annette be, stole uh, the Daytona. Yeah, the and, Daytona. and Michael and that could still make it. Uh, I don't believe he will. I will say this though: my dark horse is not Noah. I believe in Noah, and I believe in him next year. I don't believe in him right now to win this weekend, and so he's not going to make it in. Um, I'm going with Justin Allgaier to squeak by, but Chase Briscoe. Let me tell you something: if Chase Briscoe. And I'm looking right into the camera with 20 seconds left. If Chase Briscoe finds a way into the final four, Chase Briscoe may just go to Homestead and walk out with a championship. Keep your eye on Cole Custer uh, as well to win the race this weekend. I believe right now in the Fords. And with that, we're going to step aside back with more in a moment. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the madness. 
Presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Also by HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. And by strutmasters.com, the suspension experts gathered around the studio in Statesville, North Carolina. And we have the strutmasters.com guest line beeping at us again. That would be none other than... ARCA racer extraordinaire who really wants to be a NASCAR National Series racer extraordinaire. And if anybody with a top-running National Series car is listening, would you please give this young man a call and put him in your car? He will win for you. Michael Self is back on the program. Welcome back, Michael. Hey, how's it going tonight? Good. How are you? Oh, hanging in there. Well, we're excited to have you back, and I know... (laughs) Boy, you, you folks at Venturini Motorsports, all three of you drivers really had a great season this year. And, you know, Christian Eckes made the, the comeback to win the championship. But, you know, I've got to believe that at least for you, I know you would have liked to have been the champion, but at least you can say that uh, a teammate won it and you gave it one heck of a run right to the end. Yeah, you know, it's definitely disappointing that we weren't able to, come away with it um, given all the circumstances but i am um happy overall with how our season went um and with the the sinclair team and number 25 sinclair toyota mm-hmm. um we were able to pick up a couple wins um win you know all different types of tracks we were able to win a couple short tracks on a dirt track big track um unfortunately gave up a couple wins i think you know we probably missed out on on one or two um some some mistakes by me and um yeah overall you know a good season like i said i wish wish we'd been able to eliminate some of the mistakes that probably ultimately cost us the championship but uh that's part of racing well you know it is and the thing that was interesting to me about this uh scenario going down to the wire was i mean you lost by 25 points and it's always like you can go back and look at any combination of things right somebody you can't you know, people want to say, well, it was this race or it was that race or if we hadn't gotten wrecked over here. Well, you know, there are 25 points scattered throughout a season could be a combination of a lot of things. And I think you summed it up pretty well. But the the fact that that your your group, Venturini group, really um, just regained its footing, I think, is the number one ARCA team to raise for this year. Uh, all of you had actually very good seasons in different ways. Yeah, I think what the team did as a whole is incredibly impressive. I think 14 wins, um, somewhere around that number in terms of polls. I mean, we got the owner's championship, the driver's championship. Yep. You know, uh, I think Venturini definitely solidified what they're capable of and kind of, um, you know, ha- have rebounded the last couple of years, you know, where they, they'd struggled a little bit there in 2016 and 17. Obviously, 2018 was a decent year, and 2019 was just a – phenomenal year by those standards so it is it's good to see them i know you know how much the venturini family puts into it and the passion that they have behind their business and their race team and uh, it's cool to see it pay off for them you've had a very interesting career because not only on the driving side have you been successful but doing driver coaching for drivers like justin haley in the past and um running successfully out West and and then in ARCA. Um, But I know that you really want to be in one of the national series. Um, Do you have any 
situations that you're working on that could put you into a national series uh, scenario for 2020 yet? Um, probably not. Um, I, I think, unfortunately, you know, you, you see that and it's a little bit difficult to, to go racing in the first place, right? I mean, getting sponsorship sure. dollars is hard, and I've been fortunate to put together some and have a, a great partner in Sinclair, and I, I'm not sure exactly what their level of commitment is going to be yet next year, but um, it's a little bit difficult with NASCAR since they won't actually allow Sinclair to brand in any of the national series since they have their um, contracts with Sunoco in place. That's right. That's yeah, I forgot about kind that. Of, kind of frustrating to deal with. Um, so, you know, unless we can work around that somehow, the, the national series is probably off limits unless we can find some other partners. But we're we're working towards that. And, you know, I definitely have the desire to, to compete in the truck series or the Xfinity series, at least here and there, um, just to get a, a shot at some of that stuff. And so I wouldn't say it's not going to happen, but I'd say it's probably a little bit unlikely. Will you be back in the Arca series next year if there if something does not develop for higher series? Um, do you would you have an interest in coming back and running Arca once again? And you know, is that a scenario that could be fairly likely for you? Uh, I, w- I would definitely have the interest in it. Um, you know, as long as I can keep making a living as a race car driver right now, that's not a, a bad thing. It's still something that I enjoy and it works hard to get the opportunity to do. And if it's something that makes sense for Sinclair, uh, obviously I want to look out on their behalf and try and continue to put together a good, successful marketing program to help build my own personal resume. So that's definitely something that I would like to do. And uh, when I look at the ARCA schedule next year, it's very appealing to me. You know, I think it's great that they've added a couple of road courses, you got Phoenix, you've got Bristol, um, just some really, really good tracks. I would love to run there. I think the schedule will be a ton of fun. So, um, again, just not, not sure what the opportunity is going to be next year. Um, it all comes down to dollars and just haven't been able to solidify anything just yet, but fingers are crossed. So you mentioned the schedule for 2020. I mean, obviously that was one of the biggest stories in the ARCA series this year as Menards came on board and turned the world upside down and, now you guys are competing for regional and national and the world global points or whatever it is. <laughs> um, so what is the plan for you? Are, are you going to run the regional series and then try to run the championship 10 race too? Or, or what's the what's the schedule if you are going to run ARCA next year? Yeah, I just have no idea. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. ultimately comes down to, to what Sinclair wants to do, and, and they haven't given me any indication one way or another. It's interesting because Sinclair has been with you for you know a little while now. Uh, talk about how that came about and talk about kind of the history of that a little bit chance to kind of give them some shout outs here. Cause they have definitely made it possible for you to, to do what you've been doing with the Arca series for, for a few years now. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, they, they gave me a chance even after I had been out of the seat for a couple of years, um, just kind of off the belief of what my, myself, my wife and my dad presented to them. We went in in 2016, you know, Sinclair, their corporate offices are based out of Salt Lake City, Utah, right. which is where I'm from. And so I, I'm very familiar with their stations. You know, you don't see them a lot out here in North sure. Carolina or on the East Coast as of right now, but very aware of them back in Salt Lake. And it, it really just kind of ended up coming from a cold call. Um, basically, we, we reached out. We, we put a proposal together. Um, we had a contact over there that we, we kind of kept pestering to see if there was any way we could present to them. And and run this idea of racing sponsorship by them. And we, we were fortunate enough to kind of, 
let them get them to say, okay, you know, why don't you guys come in and, and we'll let you do a presentation for us. And my dad and I went in in the, the late summer of 2016 and felt like we just really connected right off the bat. And they gave us the opportunity to, to do that first ARCA race there at Kansas that year. And that was a big year for them um, because they were celebrating their 100-year anniversary, which was really special. And they were kind of doing some big marketing pushes around that. Um, and I, I think we got really good feedback when we did that Kansas race. That was a big market for them. I think some of the customers looked at it as something that was new and exciting for the brand. And since then, we, we've been able to build on that. And we've been able to build um, kind of in a lot of different facets of it where the the, the customers still really enjoy it. Um, they have a long list of people that want to come to the races, that want to come kind of be a part of everything, sure. hang out in the suite, the hospitality section of it. And then from a fan perspective, we, we kind of cover the entire spectrum because we get kids who love seeing the dinosaur, and they ask about that. They're attracted to the branding of it. Um, or you, you get the adults who remember when Sinclair was a national brand, maybe right. back in the 50s and 60s, and, and they remember um, it being in their hometown. And, and so they're going to ask, what, what happened to Sinclair? I didn't realize Sinclair was still around. Are they still around? And we want to be able to tell people that Sinclair is still a, a national petroleum providing company and that they are expanding back east and they've got some big target markets in the east and um, hopefully the racing program is raising awareness in some of those markets that uh, Sinclair should be back in those markets here in the next couple of years. Well, that would be great. We'd love to see that. Okay, uh, so two more questions. We'll get you out of here on uh, two of them. First one is, overall, what is what do you what is your opinion of kind of the restructuring of ARCA and how it's going to work starting in 2020. Like I said, I'm, I'm really excited for the schedule. Um, they got, and, and that's all personal preference, right? They, right. they got rid of sure. some tracks that I'm not particularly fond of. <laughs> well, um, we're you know, some your of the, yeah, yeah. Some of the short tracks, you know, I'm not a big fan of uh, contrary to popular belief. You know, I know I'll get smitten for saying this, but I'm not a big fan of Nashville fairground speedway. Um, you know, I, I was a big fan of Toledo, um, Pensacola. You know, some of those tracks I was I was kind of excited to see go away just because I didn't feel like they produced that great of a racing product. And frankly, they just weren't my best tracks. But you're bringing <laughs> in um, Phoenix, you're bringing in Bristol, the two the two road courses, all races that are going to yeah. be accompanied on NASCAR weekends. And, and I think that's important because it brings a little bit more light. It kind of puts the series in a little bit... Um, higher tier when you're on on those weekends and you have the the national nascar guys there and i think with nascar coming in you're gonna see a lot i think you're gonna see a lot more accessibility to the series probably a little bit more social media um maybe a couple extra ways to to watch the series and keep track of it and i think it's important that nascar brings that that fan base over there and, and makes the series a little bit more accessible um, and hopefully that'll that'll grow it from a fan perspective. Now, as far as car counts, getting more more teams and series involved, you know that's um, it, it's going to be a big leap. If you're a, a Kane and West team or a Kane and East team, you know you've you've run Bristol and you've run Dover and Phoenix and and Iowa, um, but making the jump still to let's say Michigan, um, Chicago, and Pocono, you know that's a that's a big step for a lot of those. Canaan East and Canaan West teams. So I don't right. know how much you're going to see those guys come in for the full ARCA 20 race schedule, um, but at least it, it opens up 
the opportunity for those guys that have those cars and that have those those resources to compete at the Canaan West or Canaan East level to build on that and to, to get the car counts higher. Well, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. And uh, final question, as always, uh, who helps you make all this happen? I know that uh, Sinclair Oil is a big supporter, but you've got about a minute. Uh, so go ahead and tell us anyone else uh, that you'd like to. Give us some shout-outs for the other sponsors or folks that help you. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sinclair's just been such a big part of things for me. They've been so great. always kind of like to highlight them. And fortunately, I've been able to build a good relationship with Toyota over there on Venture any side of things. Um, kind of putting those two together has been a promising package, and hopefully that's something that we can continue to build on, that we can continue to to make sense of things with uh, going forward. Well, we'll look forward to staying updated on your plans and uh, chat with you again over the winter to uh, hopefully announce that you're coming back in some capacity next year. We really love watching your race, and uh, we're appreciative of you taking some time for us tonight. Yeah, I hope so. I appreciate it, and I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. That's Michael Self, and uh, we've got, gosh, we've just got about uh, 40 seconds left, so let's uh, at least start the Cup discussion. We'll continue it in the next segment. Uh, boy, a points battle going into uh, Phoenix as well for the Cup side of things. Um, who could be the dark horse here, Randy Miller, on the Cup side? Chase Elliott. You, do you believe that Chase? I, I believe he's Chase is going to go. Chase is going to go out there and prove them all wrong and make the chase and make the final four. So he's going to win. Yeah, so he's got to win. Yeah, Melick, Matty D, short track. He's ran good there all year, and it's kind of got something maybe sort of like. Okay, Bristol. I should have clarified of the playoffs. Oh, but that's okay. Fair enough. I I won't disagree with that, Chris. Uh, Kyle Larson. All know. right, Larson. We'll be back. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. 
Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports, man. This this is our radio lightning round. We, we look like the night at the Roxbury. About a minute and a half. Yeah, there's been a little headbanging here. It was good headbanging music. Uh, okay, so uh, talking cup, talking playoffs, and um, you mentioned Kyle Larson before the break as your, your dark horse. Briefly. Uh, briefly. Very briefly. I'm actually going to choose Chase Elliott as well. Um, I believe Chase can win this race. I really do. And he's been one of the few teams, his team's one of the few teams this year that when, when the chips were down, they consistently fought their way back Mm -hmm. and pulled it out when they had to. Mm -hmm. I believe in Chase Elliott. I believe he wins the race and goes to Homestead with a shot at the championship. The guy I believe that's going to be out of this race before it's over is Kyle Busch. See, here's the thing, because you can look at the numbers all you want to, because I know if Jacob was here, he'd be like, yeah, but Kyle's won the last three races in a row. It doesn't matter, because the fact of the matter is is that he hasn't done anything in the no. last 20, 20 races. So. I don't believe in Kyle in the playoffs. I just don't. I don't see it. And now if he goes and wins, well, okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm not I'm not feeling it. I think uh, I think Elliot goes and wins. I think Kyle ends up out of it. It's going to be interesting. Uh, we got about uh, 30 seconds left here, so we got TV overtime uh, coming up for those of you watching on WSIC TV, we got to just stick with us. We'll be back on TV in a moment for the TV overtime. We are about done with the radio show for the week. Thanks to all of you for listening wherever and however you were. And thanks to our sponsors as well. We look forward to another show next week. A great guest from New England, one of the up and coming young stars. Until then, have a great weekend. So long. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. 
The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.